Welcome to the Sales Talent Recruitment Podcast, brought to you by the Canadian Professional Sales Association. Welcome to another podcast from the CPSA. I am your host today, Bill Bannum, and today I am joined by Evan Smith, General Manager at Berenson Inc. And Evan and I are going to be chatting about the importance of training your salespeople. For sales professionals, team leaders, and organizations across the country, the Canadian Professional Sales Association is your partner in building knowledge and skills to improve sales performance. The CPSA is the advocate for excellence in sales. We invest resources in programming, curriculum development, and professional designations to help individuals and companies become more successful through effective sales. We connect employers and employees, business with academia, and the private sector with government to advance the sales profession and improve Canadian competitiveness. Learn more at cpsa.com and remember to subscribe to the cpsa podcast through itunes google play and more evan welcome to the show thanks bill excited to be here firstly evan please introduce yourself tell us a bit about your career background prior to joining berenson absolutely um so yeah i I come i come to the industry from a bit of a non-traditional background i have an education uh in actually mechanical engineering and uh, experience in manufacturing as well. Um, coming out of university, uh, I started working in engineering and manufacturing and really enjoyed the work. I'm, I'm a technical person by nature. And um, I was working on a place where I really liked the work. Um, but what I saw was, was the culture of the organization sort of wasn't for me. It was a very top-down, hierarchical place. Um, where they didn't treat their employees well, and that didn't really sit didn't really sit well with me at all. Um, so an opportunity came about with Berenson, which is actually my family's business, um, and it was a great opportunity for me to to maybe to maybe get involved. Um, I had spent my whole life watching my dad and my grandfather and and my mom and other family members at times working in the business and saw how much they enjoyed it, and it was kind of like okay, this is a this is a little bit of a change in direction for me, but hey, it might might be worth it uh, to see how it goes. Uh, and then, sort of from day one, you know, I sort of fell in love with really what it was 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 the culture and the environment here. Um, the work pretty much has nothing to do with my with my education, uh, but what it what my experiences in my last job were prior to working here in manufacturing, uh, and then working here is how much. I care about culture and how much I care about people. Um, Working for a company where the people wasn't a focus was hard for me. Working for a company where people are the focus just flowed very naturally for me. Um, So I sort of settled settled in here, worked worked sort of managing the warehouse, the inside sales team for a little bit, worked managing the outside sales team for a little bit, and then uh, transitioned into the general manager role. Uh, And I've been in that role for just over three years now. Okay, thank you very much, which is a great lead on to the next question. Uh, give us a bit of a description of, of your role there. What does an average week look like if there is such a thing, Evan? Uh, and uh, what, what's your involvement with the, the sales and customer-focused staff there too? Yeah, uh, the average week, uh, that, that's a tough one. I don't think I can answer that question. Um, yeah, uh, we, we are a, you know, a, a small medium, sorry, a small uh kitchen cabinet hardware distributor based in Toronto. It's aspirations of, of becoming a medium-sized company and working towards that every day. 
Um, you know, what, what we do differently than everyone else is, is professional uh, and personalized service. Um, you know, I was speaking a little bit earlier about how, you know, we really care about the people here. Uh, that's not just about our employees, you know, that, that really filters down to our suppliers and to our customers as well. So we really um, pride ourselves on doing the right thing and um, keeping everyone happy. You know, in business, you know, we're all people first before we are companies. And everyone knows that feeling of dealing with a company that's just treating you like a number. They just want your money. They're, they're looking for sales. You know, we've never been about that. We're about keeping people happy first, uh, providing value before earning revenue. Okay, so I understand that you're, you're in favor of fostering a, a safe work environment where people are free to express themselves openly and are encouraged to be vulnerable, compassionate and empathetic. And you and I were joking before the start of this, I should get you on to an HR podcast that I host as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what are some of the unique challenges when it comes to, to managing the sales team, however, because you get some pretty unique personalities within sales and customer focused departments, right? How, how do you balance that mantra with um, satisfying perhaps extroverted personalities, people who want to be heard? Yeah, I think uh, when it comes to working with salespeople and a sales team, you might have some more unique challenges than it comes uh, to working with uh, other teams in an organization. Salespeople are usually by nature extroverts and sort of love to talk. Um, so you talk about creating an environment of vulnerability and compassion and empathy. Um, Salespeople, uh, you don't need to encourage people to speak. It's almost like how do we how do we get productive conversations out of, out of this, as opposed to trying to create an environment to encourage people to speak. Um, it makes me think about uh, our sales meetings when I first sort of started in this role. Um, I really wanted to create a collaborative environment where where everyone had a voice and we could make collective decisions together. Um, and really that was about giving everyone a voice to speak. And, and that, that wasn't the challenge. Uh, the challenge was how do we take this away and come up with some, uh, some actionable items here? Because you get a room full of salespeople and you're going to come away with a hundred ideas. <laughs> how do you, how do you come back with those, with those three things that, that we can really act on? And, um, it was really about giving everyone the floor to speak and then, us being able, us meeting the management team and, and our sales team as well, um, to listen openly and honestly, and then come back with constructive criticism for each other. And not just criticism, you know, what, what we like uh, and what we think were, were good ideas, um, because it's so easy to be critical of each other. Um, what's, what's harder is, is to be supportive and to give praise to people when, when they've done something well or come up with a good idea. Um, and really, I'd say for the past few years, I think that's been a huge part of our success is really putting everyone's minds together and um, giving everyone a voice and making these decisions together as opposed to having maybe a top-down approach um, that doesn't involve everyone, doesn't doesn't get the 10 people in the room making the decisions together. It, it, it's less people. You put more heads together to something, um, you're going to have more input. The challenge then just becomes... We have all these ideas. How do we narrow it down? But we can also rely on each other uh, to, to do that as well. 
Now, I'm a millennial just about, and I believe you're a millennial as well. Do you, do you think a lot of uh, the approach in the company in the last few years has been driven by the fact that uh, you've got a growing millennial workforce? Uh, millennials like to be managed, like to work with people in very, very different ways to previous generations, like more autonomy, like to be heard, like to know that uh, they're, they're in a, a company culture which they can relate to. Yeah, I mean, I know I am definitely that way. Um, you know, that was that was like I sort of mentioned. Collaboration was 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 big for me from the beginning. Um, what what's what's been? I don't want to talk about me only. What was a challenge for me here uh, was working with people with more experience who who aren't millennials. And you know, if you're a millennial as well, you know that we like to think we know everything, <laughs> but you know, there's really so much to learn. And that was something that I really tried to implement uh, really as soon as I started working here was leaning on the experiences of others um, because you know we actually our, our workforce here we have some very tenured employees uh, who some people have been here for more than 30 years um, you know and I might have some ideas any millennial young person working here might have some ideas um, but there's also 30 years of experience in some of our people here who you know, have have some really valuable things to add so um, yeah, it's it's a I think one thing that I've tried to employ is just giving the floor for everyone to speak, and really, especially the, the people with lots of experience, you know, giving giving them the floor, um, giving them the opportunity, um, because there's so there's so much there's so much for them to add. Um, and yeah, me being a millennial, um, I I love this stuff. Um, and I, I think I really do think it's, it's helped it's helped us in our success over the past uh, over the past little bit. Awesome, thank you. So uh, it sounds to me like you've got a pretty awesome organization there. It's a family-run business. You've got employees who've been there. I think you said for thirty years or more, uh, and you, you really your leadership style attempts to really ensure that everyone is taken care of and taken. And, and a personal approach to managing people and problems is a core cultural value. So I'd, I'd love to get your perspective then on how how that kind of approach filters through and and shows itself uh, to the customers to the customer face through the customer facing staff that you have there, your salespeople, your customer service people, and uh, you know how does that kind of ethos that that company culture present itself all the way through to the customers. Yeah, I mean, it's we like to give people um, say the freedom, the, the space to, to make their own decisions here. Um, you know, when you have ideas coming from the employees, um, it's so much more beneficial than all the decisions being made at the top. So you give people the space to, to make decisions um, completely on their own. And what you can rely on as, as, as a senior person is, when you have the culture there, it helps you trust the decisions that are being made um, at other levels in the business that maybe you don't have any real day-to-day um, -day business contact with. You know, you say hi to everyone in the morning, and you know you have a personal relationship with them. But you know, I'm not down on the floor with the guys in the warehouse um, working with them every day. Um, but when you have a culture that's built around you know service and helping others. Um, I can trust that the decisions that are being made every day by the people in the warehouse, the people in the showroom, our, our salespeople, whoever it is, they always have the best interests 
uh, of the customer in mind and uh, making sure that they're going to be satisfied. You know, in another in another example, you know, it's kind of like, okay, we're going to have to spend, you know, X amount of dollars to solve this customer issue. Um, from the financial standpoint, you might look at it and say, um, this is going to eat away at 70% of our profit margins, or maybe it, it eat away, eats away at all of our profit margins on one transaction. Um, you know, that doesn't make sense to do that, so we're not going to do that. Um, but, you know, we're not here to make money first we're here to deliver value to our customers first so um, if we make a mistake or if you know we need to help someone that's our first priority um, so having that culture of, of helping first of doing the right thing um, it ensures that sort of all over the organization we're, we're, we're keeping the interests of our customers in mind first before we think about you know, ourselves, how much money are we making? Um, you know, this is going to be too difficult. We don't want to do this because uh, we're in, we're in business to, we're in business to service our customers and to provide value to them. Uh, and at the same time to provide value to our suppliers and then to provide value to, to everyone, to everyone working here. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's really culture just sort of, <laughs> it, 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 it helps everything. As does a little bit of training on top, perhaps. And uh, that's that's going to be the focus for the second half of this interview today. Uh, I'd, I'd love to now sort of jump into that with you. Firstly, how has deep level sales training helped helped you and, and your team achieve better results? It's really it's really about it opened us up to a, to a whole new way of thinking and approaching our sales and, and, and our territory. Um, you know, like I mentioned earlier, uh, did I mention earlier? I can't remember. Um, we have uh, we have a very experienced sales team, uh, and everyone has been doing a fantastic job here on our sales team for for a very long time. Um, what I what I what I realized was that you know everyone was sort of focusing on themselves, and you know everyone had their own individual ways that they did things, and you know over time they developed their own unique processes and you know they've really been successful um, but it wasn't necessarily rooted in, 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 the, in, the, in the in the fundamentals of you know what a professional sales training course might might suggest um, so what it's really helped us with is getting everyone on the same page it, it's, it's sort of we sort of we're speaking the same language now um, you know, whereas before, I'll come back to our sales meetings because it's sort of our, our monthly sort of meetup where we put our heads together and come up with ideas. Um, you know, it'd be sort of scattered because we're, we're, getting, we're getting information from different salespeople using different terms. And, you know, it's hard to put everything together. Now that we're all speaking the same language um, and sort of all putting our effort towards the same things, it just makes the decision-making process flow a lot smoother and it makes that time where we strategize and put our heads together uh, it makes that so much more productive um, you know things like return on time invested it's just it is a sort of a core a core focus for us now um, you know we all had an idea of you know using our time effectively before starting training with the CPSA but after taking that course return on time invested or ROTI is something that we talk about daily here now. 
Um, you know, it really comes down to being effective with our time. Time is our most valuable resource, and we need to be putting that towards where we're going to be delivering the most impact. Um, so it's really just formalized and, and narrowed our focus on on what where we where we put our efforts uh, in order to deliver the most value. Okay, thank you very much. Now, tell me a bit about uh, some of your experiences from from the, uh, the, the the different courses that you've been on. If you don't mind telling us a bit about some of those courses, PS, uh, Fundamentals of Sales, Sam, and the Mastery course. But what were some of your experiences? How did it help you as a leader? Um, it, it helped me uh, the most from the beginning um, was just the introduction to professional selling as a whole. You know, I come from a manufacturing and engineering background where honestly salespeople are sort of like the enemy and I had an idea of, of what of what professional selling was about but in terms of the actual framework I really had no idea um, so it helped me to understand what that professional selling process looks like and then how can how can we take these ideas away and put some structures around them so that we can implement it in, into a team setting um, the other big the other big point was I think leading by example is, is, is important and going in and taking the same training that all of our sales team was going to be taking, I, I like to think that it helped show people that I was keenly invested in learning about everything that they were learning about and putting myself in their shoes and trying to um, be empathetic with everything that they're, they're facing on a, on a daily basis. You know, it's, it can be isolating as a salesperson on the road and you, know, you rely on support from so many people and when you when you can feel supported by by someone who's directly managing you or someone uh, who you're who you're maybe not even working for, you know, as management team as a whole to to be supporting the salespeople because we really understand what they're doing out there on a daily basis, um, we can support our sales team. We can support them much better. Um, and then the other side, it sort of it sort of put the framework around, you know sales as an art and as a science. Um, I was sort of familiar with that beforehand, is sales an art or is it a science? It helped me understand that it, it's both. Um, the What you learn in the professional selling course, uh, fundamentals of sales, strategic account management, um, that's the science. It's the framework. It's the process. It's, it's the strategy. It's what am I doing on a daily basis to help me progress my opportunities. The art is your personality coming through. Um, and any, honestly, that can be any which way. You know, there are salespeople who are extreme expressives, and, and they do a fantastic job that way. There are some salespeople who are very introverted and very organized and very detailed, and, and, and they do just as good of a job. Um, the benefit of, of all the, these courses from the CPSA is that it gives the framework for how to do the science part. Um, and at the same time, it gives salespeople the confidence in the science that lets them be more artful with what they're doing out there on a daily basis. Uh, you know, when you're more confident in something, you're able to express yourself more openly, and you know your personality sort of comes through uh, more vibrantly, which is so important uh, in sales to, to be yourself and to be confident in yourself. 
Okay, thank you. Okay, so uh, imagine the scenario, Evan. Uh, I've just got into uh, an elevator with you. Uh, I'm going to get off in about 30 seconds. And uh, I ask you a question, and for whatever reason, you, you feel compelled to answer it in, in about 30 seconds, maybe a little bit more. Uh, and, and my question there is, hey, Evan, great elevator. Uh, why do you think uh, leaders should invest in their salespeople's training? Uh, it's about empowering others. Um, you know, uh People in a business are people, and they, they want to feel supported. They want to feel supported by their, by their management. And when you invest in people so that they can learn more, uh, so they can grow and develop as a person, um, that shows that you care. Uh, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Um, and that's so important as a management team, as a manager, to care about your employees because then they will, they'll, they'll pay you back dividends in, in effort and in, in caring back. Um, at the same time, when you invest in people for training and, and, and they're happy, they're going to bring back so many new ideas that, that you can act on uh, as a company, as them individually, you know, sort of whatever. Um, you know, I like to think about the question, you know, what people say, what if we train someone and they leave? You know, what happens if we don't train someone and they stay? You're just going to continue to get average results. Now, you can't expect anything above average results without providing above average support. Um, so training, training employees, uh, sending people away to work on their personal development, uh, to better themselves so they can bring back uh, key learnings and bring back to the company itself, it, it's, it, to me it's, it's a core aspect of any business succeeding in the long term. Okay, awesome. Well, uh, we are coming towards the end of this interview already. One last question for you for today, uh, and that is, how can our listeners connect with you and how can they learn more about the awesome work done at Berenson? Well, I'll, <laughs> the first way is, you know, uh, give us a call. Um, I think the best way to, to experience, you know, dealing with us is, is, is to speak with us. Um, you know, we're a, we're a small-sized company with dreams of, of turning into a medium-sized company, and, and we're building to that. Um, one, of our, one of our salespeople, I think, says it, says it the best way. He says, experience the Barron's indifference. Um, we care about everyone that we work with, and we genuinely want the best for our customers, for our employees, for our suppliers, anyone, anyone who's going to work with us. Um, so give us a call. Um, if, you don't, if you're a millennial and you don't want to give someone a call, come check out our website, uh, berenson.ca. Uh, we're on social media. Uh, we're probably most active on Instagram. You can sort of see uh, a lot of the products that we're promoting there. Um, yeah, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, uh, all social channels, our website. Give us a call. Uh, we're happy to talk to you. Wonderful. Well, that just leaves me to say for today, for this particular CPSA podcast, Evan Smith, thank you very much for being a guest. Thanks a lot, Bill. It was a pleasure talking to you. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy selling. Thank you for listening to the Sales Talent and Recruitment Show. Learn more about the training and benefits from the Canadian Professional Sales Association at cpsa.com.